Hey everybody, welcome back to A Dark Tale. We just wanted to say thanks for all the love and the support in the past few weeks. We've gotten a big response on Twitter and it's it feels really good. Uh, if you want to interact with us on Twitter, reach out at A Dark Tale Pod. We'll, we'll get back to you real quick. We're real interactive on that. And any suggestions as far as cases you'd like to hear us cover or just general questions or whatever, send everything to darktailpodcast at gmail.com and we will get back to you ASAP. But remember, we got day jobs. So um, here's episode two. Police today intensified the search for a missing 13-year-old girl from western Wisconsin. Her parents were found dead in the family home yesterday. Just before 1 a.m. on October 15, 2018, a 911 call came into the Barron County Sheriff's Department in Barron, Wisconsin. The call was received by a dispatcher who said there was a lot of yelling and found it to be mostly inaudible when they answered. The call would later be traced to a cell phone, that of Denise Kloss. At some point, the call is disconnected and attempts are made to call the number back that proved to be unsuccessful. Officials tried to reach the home's landline, but it was disconnected. When authorities responded to the home, deputies had found the gruesome scene. Evidence indicates someone knocked on the front door, and when the homeowner, James Kloss, had unlocked it to see who was there, an intruder immediately kicked the door and opened fire. Both James Kloss and his wife Denise were found brutally shot dead. 13-year-old Jamie Kloss, the daughter of the couple just murdered, was the only survivor of the attack. However, when authorities arrived, she was nowhere to be found. Now there were two people murdered in their own home and a young girl was missing. The search was now on for the murderer and an Amber Alert was immediately issued for the young Jamie. Kloss. Jamie Kloss. The harrowing it. story of Jamie Kloss. Um, interesting. As soon as you said, I want to do an episode on Jamie Kloss, I just started hearing about the story. It was amazing timing. It's it's really fascinating because we were sitting here trying to figure out what we wanted to do for, you know, upcoming episodes, and Jamie Kloss is missing for almost three months at this point, and we're just getting our gears turning here at A Dark Tale. And Jamie Kloss escapes. She's found. And the story unravels. And we thought it would just it would just be inappropriate if we didn't address it because it was like in real time. Yeah. That it's uh very recent. It's um it's a crazy one too. It's uh it's, uh, it's a sad story, but it's a it's a it, with a very happy ending. Yeah. Uh thank you know, thank goodness. Unfortunately, there are two people that are left dead. 
Yeah, no, that's a, it's still that's a sad story. It's not story. really. A, it's, there's no honestly, it's not a happy ending in my opinion. It's it's just a bad story. It's a, yeah, it's <laughs> the best way to put it. I I, I know it's uh it's silver lining if anything, but it, um, I get what you're saying. A bright silver lining, yeah, because yeah. at least this young girl can go on with her life, and we we wish her the best. We want to tell the tale, so let's do so. October fifteenth, it all goes down. And nobody understands why. Uh, deputies respond to an early morning 911 call, which they later track, trace back to uh, Mrs. Claus, Denise. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was trying to be quiet. She was trying to be quiet? She Well, the way it went down from the way the uh, reports are laid out, this intruder, Jake Patterson, mm-hmm. he's only 21, which is really scary. He looks older. He looks older. He's a, looks like a bigger guy. I, I don't know. But I've only seen him in the orange jumpsuit, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, and those photos aren't exactly flattering. Maybe they age 20 years, and maybe that's just the the dead fish eyes. I don't know. That's that's common among these weirdos. Yeah. But we'll <laughs> get, well, there's a lot to delve into on Jake Patterson, and we'll get to him. But on the night in question, Jake Patterson comes to the Kloss residence, and um, basically he knocks on the door. It's late at night. You know, everybody's usually in bed at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 1 a.m. Just before 1 a.m. When the 911 call comes in. So if you if you kind of play it out in your head, you figure maybe it's like 12.45 by the time the knock on the door happens, maybe oh, a little yeah, later. That's, that's if already... you want to get a direct timeline, I'm saying. Right. That's kind of already a scary time to receive a knock on the door so you have this mysterious knock on the door in the middle of the night and you poke your head out well this is what james Kloss does he pokes his head out just to see who it is and when the door is unlocked jake patterson breaks down the door he kicks it in kicks it in and shotguns mr Kloss, who was 56 at the time dead in his doorway from what we can from what we know from mm-hmm. what we know and Hearing the shotgun blast, Denise immediately calls 911. She knows that this isn't anything other than a shotgun yeah, or, or a gun. Pre- shot, yeah, gun, shotguns are pretty friggin' loud. Guns are pretty friggin' loud. You figure there was a knock on the door. Maybe the couple was in bed trying to put the situation in your head. This is maybe what how it went down step by step. They're in bed. It's late. He hears the knock. He gets up, goes down. Mrs. Claus hears the gunshot. She grabs her cell phone, calls 911. At the same time, she's got a 13-year-old daughter to think about. Maybe she runs, yeah. grabs her, keeps her quiet, or as quiet as can be. The 911 operator says that it's mostly inaudible. That's why I'm saying there's quiet. I know she inaudible, says that there's a so... lot of yelling, but... I'm going to explain that in a second. Inaudible, not like it was in, like chaotic. It was just inaudible, like maybe muffled. Maybe muffled. Maybe maybe she heard... In a pocket? Denise. A po- or something? Yeah, maybe she had the phone in her pocket uh-huh. or in her hand, and she heard Denise trying to get Jamie out of bed. And as she does so, they go into the bathroom, they get in the tub, and they barricade themselves in the bathroom. That's why I say they're trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. 
but obviously Patterson has a goal in mind, and we'll describe that and get into that in a few minutes. But he makes his way throughout the house and eventually comes to this bathroom where the two are hiding, notices the door is locked, and this is where we hear a lot of yelling on the 911 call. This is the dispatcher that says there's a lot of yelling inaudible on the call. This is where the yelling comes in, obviously. He's breaking down the door, trying to get into um, the bathroom. Uh huh. And when he does, he approaches the two. I'm actually reading. Um, it was around 1.03 at this point, They uh, because they called back a few times. And okay. They, and they were speculating that it was a possible suicide attempt. Um, Why would... I, I just, they're just uh, listing off possibilities because uh, maybe it didn't sound like that. Um, they paged the EMS for an apparent suicide, even advised one male down, multiple rounds spent. So they heard, they must have heard a male's voice and heard gunshots. Uh, yeah, maybe. So as they're clearing the house, as they say uh, they have two subjects down. This is around. Um, now this is. Well, a- let me give me a little bit more of a description because okay. I have it here. So. Right, you're going over the timeline again. No, so, I just I just wanted to say now where the the time that they did actually start reaching the house, this was about ten after one. Now, so okay, this was all. So this is like it's a just before one a.m. So we're going to say around twelve forty-five, just for uh, time's sake. Yeah, this is um, a lot. Different. Is when the knock on the door happens. Tsunamis happen within a second. It's, exactly. It's, 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 now we're at the bathroom. Jake is breaking into the bathroom, and um, Denise and young Jamie are in the bathtub trying to be quiet, and or at this point, hollering and yelling for their lives, right. or pleading for their lives. Patterson approaches Denise, and I don't know if it... I, I, have a, I read a couple different reports that say he asked or told Denise to put duct tape on Jamie's mouth. Mm-hmm. Whether he asked or told her is a non-issue. Mm-hmm. She complies, and after she puts duct tape on Jamie's mouth, Denise is murdered in front of her daughter. That in mind, I don't know if Jake is aware that the police have been called or they're trying to call. In any event, he scoops Jamie, mm-hmm. and he's out the door. So police arrive, and like you said, they find... Okay, so yeah, they, they discover the, the two bodies. At some point, they, they, uh, they swab it from suicide to homicide. Later on, an Amber report. Amber, Amber alert. alert. Yeah, the Amber Alert is issued. Okay. Um, so from there, he takes her to a, a cabin in Gordon, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked it up. It's about... 70 miles or so from where Jamie lived, maybe an hour. Wow. So she wasn't far from home. And while she was there, the criminal complaint alleges that Jamie was ordered to stay under a bed whenever Patterson would have people over or family or friends. This guy had a social life? That surprises me. Why? I don't don't know. I just saw him. And again, I don't know, just I, I saw the, again, that, that look that these people share. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, you know, what, what's he inviting people scary, over for some... Not that he's a scary looking guy, but it's off-putting. I, yeah. Like you said, this, the look, that glare in his eye, it's off-putting. That's what I mean. Like, I think I'm a pretty socially 
affable person, but I'm not inviting people all the time over for like wine and cheeses and stuff. It's, but like, I'm just saying like, what, what kind of social life w was he having that he had to put this girl away? Like, how did this work for, right. I, I mean, obviously it didn't work for that long. And well, what, and it's funny you mention, mention that because well, the, the way he would do it is whenever somebody was there, okay, so he, he had the bed set up with tote bins and laundry baskets around the bottom of the bed with weights rigged in such a fashion that if Jamie would try to move out from under the bed, she wouldn't be able to. Of course, she was probably tied up and bound yeah. as well, but so while she would be under the bed and if he had family or whatever over, he'd also have music on in the room that Jamie was in. So she didn't get lonely? She, well, no, not so, she didn't get lonely, but more for his protection in a sense that she wouldn't be able to hear what was going on in the house, right. who was over, right. Right. what he was didn't. being said. Right, just and, a little, uh, what's the word? But how often do you go over to your buddy's house and there's music playing in a distant bedroom and you're just sitting there, you know, playing Xbox? Right, yeah. I, That's I'm weird. Not... Like, you, I would say to the, hey, Jake, where's the music coming from, bud? Yeah. Who's, well, who's in know. the bedroom? I don't know, actually. I, I, I mean, if you're, it, I, that, that would strike me as odd if I had a friend who, Every like time you, I went, not saying... You got something playing in the other room, dude. It's you, like, yeah, just say that. <laughs> but how do you play that off for three months to friends and family? Uh-huh. This guy did. In any event, he, he keeps her under the bed that way. And sometimes for as long as periods of 12 hours without food, without water, without being able to get up to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. He was just... I guess strapped under this bed for just, just as, whenever he went out again, whenever he had people it's, over it's dehumanizing and we don't yet know during the period of time when himself and Jamie were alone together, what was going on because he hasn't been charged with any kind of sexual assault or rape or anything like that. He's, uh, he was just obsessed. He was just obsessed. Well, the way he spotted her, he had this job at a cheese factory for like two days. I think it was, uh, on his way home, he got stuck behind a school bus and Jamie was either getting on or off and he spotted her and said, she's the one I'm going to take. Were those his words? Cause I saw that he decided that she was the one he was going to take from, yeah. Yeah, if I've read, if I read the criminal report, the actual criminal complaint correctly, that's what he told detectives, that he knew that she was the girl he was going to take. She's the one I'm going to take. I, it sounds like he... That begs... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it sounds like he knew that there wasn't really an end game here. It sounds like he knew that, that like this was just sort of like a one and done. Well, that, and also, I... I I have to ask, did he have it in his mind already that he was going to take someone and just didn't know who? And when he saw Jamie, he said, she's the one, that, that's, for whatever reason. That's my probably my guess. He's probably had that idea floating around in his noggin. Like, like he was going to just kidnap somebody. He, can just, he was just going to do that. 
and then he just became infatuated with this young girl that he just saw because he was on, on his way. So let's uh, get into a little bit of background on Patterson. We don't know a whole lot about him. Himself. There's still, as events unfold day by day, we're learning more and more, but not much has come out about his history. No. We know he was kind of a loner in high school, and it's that kind of same old story, you know, right. quiet kid. Isolated. Isolated, didn't have many friends, went out of his way to avoid people from uh -huh. what I've read. And um, Yeah, you said that, you, uh, you mentioned that he saw her getting on the bus. He was on his way to work uh, to the cheese factory. Right, that was right. that was how that went down. Right, um, not much else to the story. Huh? Nothing uh, in his background. As that... far as his his idea for picking Jamie. Uh, yeah, we don't have any. There's no uncovered history of any sort of uh, abuse from him. Any sort of work record or so. There was a work. There was a report of him working in the same factory. There's a turkey factory not far from where the Kloss residence is. Okay. And apparently, Jake Kloss has a very, or I'm sorry, I called him Jake Kloss. Jake Patterson, rather, has a very short work history. How old is 21? 21. 21, okay. Got a very short work history. Like I said, the Turkey Factory is where both James and Denise Kloss worked. They worked together. For 27 years. At that factory? At that, that factory. That yeah. he worked at. But Jake Patterson only worked there for one day. Oh, okay. So showed up to try it out. Showed up to try it out, said, didn't like the birds. This is for the birds. Yeah. Uh, bad pun. <laughs> I didn't even, that didn't even register, so thank you for explaining the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad the pun was. Um, man. So he only worked there for one day. And uh, so authorities kind of dismissed the idea that he knew the clauses in any just, kind of previous history. Just coincidence, huh? Yeah. Wow. So How about that? They didn't have any kind of motive as to why he picked her. Yeah. But if we get into his background, we can, again, see that he's he's got this loner aspect. He went and tried to join the Marines. Simplify. Do or die, but I don't. I I couldn't find much on that. I don't know if he was. Uh, yeah, how, how... I, yeah. I found that he. Uh, it's. It looked like he was discharged or discharged. He was removed at week five, which uh, for Marine boot camp. That's th uh, They have like a three month training period. Um, so week five, uh, he was. He was. He, he was like right on the cusp of of the second phase. Which he probably was either disqualified at, at swim, like around the swim qualifications, or uh, or 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 when he started picking up the rifles. But uh, it says he was it was in, he was incongruent with uh, the Marine Corps values and things like that. What would that mean? How um, do you translate that um, to a civilian me, like myself? Uh, so he, meaning he just he wasn't he just wasn't cutting it. He just was. He, he couldn't make the cut. It could could be anything from he was being like unruly and saying, "Oh fuck this, fuck you," to he was just crying nonstop and he right. just needs to go home now. Like it could be a lot of things. A number of reasons. Yeah. Um. So, either way, it was early, and uh, yeah. so he never finished boot camp, nah. and 
in that instance, not finishing boot camp, can you be honorably discharged? No, he was no, he wasn't honor. He wasn't discharged because he was never. You can't. In. You can't be he, discharged. He, no, he just went from boot camp. He, no, he just went home. <laughs> they gave him okay. a snack, a pat on the back, and said, "Good try, nice, champ. Nice try. Try the Air Force." <laughs> well, it has to be tough. I'll give him that. I could, but uh, the military is uh, a whole no- other topic. But honestly, the the military it's it's attractive to young men, and uh, uh, young men is a very large group. And in well, that group, we see a lot of people like this, a lot of people who uh, have nothing to lose. And when you, uh, when people who have nothing to lose kind of take the wrong path, we see where, where that leads. Well, it's interesting because it seems a lot of these, these types of people, loners, somewhat society outcasts, because mm. this guy, he didn't make any, anything of himself in school. While he right. was in high school, he did, he had no extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. He had no friends. He didn't go to prom. No, I don't even think he showed up to his graduation. He, 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 it looks like he never really made much of a presence. And at all. as far as you know, the community, he never held a job. Mm-hmm. He held a job for one day, mm-hmm. and then two days, and then there's not much else. So he has no impact on society. He has no impact in school. So he, he, he's just kind of there. Yeah. And And what's he thinking about all day? But he gives, but, but he goes and joins the military to try to, you know, find his way in life. And it seems like that is the choice for a lot of wayward souls in the country. I, is they, they, they look to the military as a path and for a lot of a lot of guys and a lot of women too. Yeah. Uh, no bias here. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> um, for a lot of wayward people, wayward characters who don't have a chosen path, it helps them. It it gives them a a, a set way of living. But it didn't work for this guy. No, I well, I don't think he. Um... He probably wasn't even willing to put out much of the work to begin with. If I had to guess, I mean, he, he just strikes me as someone who, I mean, he, if you're he, not that, doing that, that, like I was, I would say, oh, go join the Air Force. But something makes me think he probably wouldn't have even made it to it through any sort of regiment. You know, it's, if you're not doing any kind of, you know, regimented lifestyle from the get go. I mean that can be that can be well, a learned behavior. Yeah, no, I I think you all people of all like walks of life and and your life can be a mess and you can join the military and read the other side, but they're they can only work if you they there's like a nugget that wants to be like oh I that wants to be there and he probably didn't even really want to be there. No, he was just looking he for a place looking, to he was exist. just meandering around right like a fucking weird that's shadow. How, that's how it appears. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the background on Jake Patterson. That's all we have. That's all that's known. And, uh, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I mean, anything else we have to go by criminal complaints and, you know, indictments. So, mm-hmm. all right, James, let's, uh, go over the, um, the search a little bit. Yeah. So she's missing for a total of 88 days. Right. A couple months now. 
right Almost away. Three months. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, but right away there was a it was it was a huge huge effort to find her. Uh, they knew huge right communal away. effort yep. all around. Yep. I think at one point, I mean, authorities usually ask for volunteers and any, especially with a child, a yeah. missing child. So, but I believe in this particular case, the community. They needed to turn down some. They, yeah, they came together so strong. Yeah, so they were over, they counted over 2,000 volunteers showed up uh, some days. Wow. So they, this was only day, day five. Um, you know, people. And you had 2,000 unknown, just random volunteers. Yeah, the, 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 the uh, community outreach was huge. It was a huge Twitter campaign, hashtag find Jamie. Right, um, right. Lots of truck drivers that they had missing posters on, uh, printed all huge ones on, wow. on their trailers. Yeah. Um, so people were calling in tips, over a 1,000 tips a day, or not a day, but uh, by that point, by up to day, like within the first week, there was over a 1,000 tips. Um, huge fast. response. Yeah, it was great. It was a, uh, it was great to see. But unfortunately, uh, none of it really yeah, came up well, for any, with anything. As we know, Jamie was under a bed for a good three months. There or, was at least in the captivity of one Jake Patterson. So. There was nothing to find because this was just a totally random act. This is just some guy who just picked up this girl and brought her home. And I just want to add one thing to that. Um, authorities mentioned in the official report that Patterson admitted to shaving off any facial hair. Oh, did he? He admitted to shaving his head to avoid leaving any kind of trace evidence. Oh, so um, um... he doubled up on his gloves. He wiped down not just the shotgun that he used to murder Jamie's parents, also the shells. So he was very thorough. <laughs> Actual... It's a bad choice of words, but in his execution of this plan. Well, that's surprising so, to me. That's like, uh, I mean, that's the most forethought he's he's demonstrated in anything, it would seem. It's like the only forethought yeah. so, is is kidnap and murder. But he put, he thought about it. I mean. Yeah, obviously. No, this was, no, this was. If that's not yeah, it premeditated totally, as fuck. Right, no, it was. And uh, you said, uh, tried to do it twice before, didn't he? Not that he tried to, well, yeah, yeah. Like he showed up to her he, house, he, even? He showed to, yeah, I, did we talk about I this off air, I think? Uh, yeah, I think we, we weren't we recording. Even, yeah, we weren't recording, so let's But, yeah, there were reports of Patterson stating that he had, once he had sighted Jamie, he had showed up to her house at least twice previously before October 15th. My God. With the intent to take Jamie. Right. So... Was Jamie it? was the target. Her yeah. parents were collateral it just damage. Anyone who was yep. in the house. Yeah, anyone uh, else was collateral damage. Right. Uh, so as she's missing, you know, this is a great community outreach. Uh, social media, Twitter campaign, truck drivers, tips. To the point where they're turning people away. People are getting turned away. So now we're fast forwarding. Now we're on, uh, now we're in November now. Now we're up to about over 2,000 tips or have been, uh, 2,000 tips have come in? Yeah, 2,000. Uh, it says uh, the number estimated around like 2,100 tips. Just, I guess, people just calling in and saying, oh, maybe I saw this car. Or, you know. Right. Um, there's a reward, for uh, $50,000 reward for her return. Um, yeah, but uh, they started to get worried because still nothing. 
But um, didn't weren't they like communally putting together um video surveillance within like a certain area of the home? Yeah. Lost residents? Yeah, so they started to review I mean they were reviewing surveillance footage kind of from the from the whole area, but then they started to expand that to highway footage up to sixty miles around the the area. So they they were viewing it says like 80, 80 surveillance videos or something, all highway footage, and that stuff's recording twenty four hours a day. That's a lot of footage to look for. And it is, and I wonder what they were looking for because like we've been saying, there wasn't much to go on. No. We don't have a car, we don't have a tag, we don't have a hair, at that we don't have a motive as to why anybody would want to hurt these people. No. Or you just hurt look Jamie at, or take Jamie. There's right. no but you, angry family members. But you members. look at the avenues of approach and you look at, at what you, you cast that wide net and you say, okay, we know our perpetrator drove on this road on, or not on this road, on one of these many, many, many roads on this day. He's here somewhere. I mean, well, possibly, it's but, a but you know, that's when you have nothing to go on, you have to start somewhere. Right. And that means combing through hours and hours and hours of footage. Right. And that means walking. It's a diligent, diligent task that has to be done. And we have to applaud our fine men and women in blue because. And all the volunteers that, that helped all the, yeah. I mean, honestly, this was just the community in general. Everyone. Can I throw some opinion out there? Sure. As far as search parties, you have to love the love that comes from the community, as it's like I like to say, love the love that you get from people, because this day and age, it's hard to find. So when people volunteer to help you, take it, but with caution, because that many people, you don't know who's who. I mean, I'm sure there's a fine vetting process before anybody's allowed onto a search party, but... There's some sick sure. people. Evil I, I could mean, be anywhere. I, I mean, including search parties. I I guess I don't, stay I don't, out of I, the bushes. Ne- people. Admittedly, never been a part of a search party, but I I don't. Yeah, I don't know how you put an official search party sure. together, but yeah, I would hope that there's some sort of vetting process for each person. I I don't know. That's a um, good question. Yeah, I want to look into that. But yeah, so we're, uh, we're so November December. Yeah, the start, community is yeah. starting to somewhat. I mean, yeah, not the, lose hope. I don't want to say lose well, hope. Well, no, I mean, no, the no, the hope the efforts are being scaled. If back. anything, hope is higher than ever. But it's just, it's just the unfortunate reality of that. You know, it's a it's a missing persons case that's gone on for a few months with no leads. Right. And that's that can it's it's easy to give in to, to despair at that point. Well, unfortunately, um, there's there is other crime out there that has to be attended to, and you know, right after but, so much time, right? It's I mean, it's yeah, something has to be some resources. efforts have to be used. In a, you know, resources have to be used elsewhere, right? And after so, a certain amount of time, you have to scale back efforts, right? So what they do then is they they kind of transform the search efforts into a more of like a, what they call like a methodical kind of. I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure what they, uh, what that would transform at that point into. I'm sure at that point you don't have the uh, the two thousand people standing five feet apart from each other walking through the wo- every inch of woods. No, but you, I'm sure there's. You have 
you're still reviewing footage. You're still reviewing tips because yeah. it's hard to go through 2,000 tips in a day. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of people. Yeah. yeah you you don't get them all in a day. And I'm hopefully. sure the tips are still coming in over yeah, and all know, of the them. course of Jamie's dis- not disappearance, but right. abduction. My God. Yeah. What a, what a crazy case. Back in the cabin with uh, Jake and Jamie, Patterson made it very clear to, to young Jamie that nobody was to know where she was and that if anyone found out, bad things would happen to her. And this is based on the criminal complaint from... Good for her. She was like, fuck you. I, you re- that's what this fuck story you. is all about, honestly, right. is total, total resilience. Now this is a girl who could join the Marines, yeah, and success and be a total success yeah, she, and rise to any occasion. Absolutely. After what she's been through, yeah, that's um obviously it's it's a. I mean it, that will continue to shape her for the rest of her life. Absolutely. That's um absolutely. But let's not jump too far ahead. I mean we're still well, we no, all know I mean, the just, just we know the, we all know the story, but well, just in the sense you know. We're trying to keep it somewhat of a timeline here. So he's got her locked up all day or weeks at this point, and she's, you know, she's very resilient. Mm-hmm. It never stifles. Uh, she waits weeks and weeks, and finally her opportunity arrives. For whatever reason, Patterson tells Jamie that he's going out. Okay. I don't know why you would do this to your kidnapped victim. Because he, he is not smart. And uh, he probably at this point already was letting his guard down. Yeah. It, 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 it was an inevitability. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I didn't mention before he uh, he went to great lengths to hide who he was yeah. as far as, you know, air quote, the intruder. I... Can I just go on a, a very, very small tangent, uh, just because I had this thought? Uh, He's—I don't think he is smart, and I don't think he was a very determined or uh, or formidable person. But it's still somebody who can just exhibit power over just—I mean, the, there's, she's she's a young girl, right? Right. So he could just do, do that and um, and keep her there and and threaten her. And have her, pro- I mean, you know, scared beyond sure. beyond her wits. That's still rightly so, right? So, like, when I were, to, if I were to say that, you know, what a weak individual this 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 uh, Patterson, Jake Patterson is, um, it's still amazing that anyone, it's uh, the uh, to survive that. I mean, to go through that. Yeah, that's it's and un- it all comes unreal. It all comes back to that point. An unhinged person like that. It's, it doesn't matter how smart or anything like that they are they're just uh, it's scary james has a serious distaste for this for this man <laughs> and like, we all should he's a like piece creeps. of shit i don't like creeps that's that's my motivation in this <laughs> let's talk about creeps and and spotlight them and say they're fucking creeps spotlight creeps i like that spotlight the creeps <laughs> r kelly Oh my god. Dirty bastard. Yeah, like we're up so late cuz we got sucked. You're on our radar that. too. Yeah. <laughs> All these people with grand these delusions that they, they think they could just manipulate the world around them in the most aggressive and disgusting of ways. Fuck you. 
So is that your rant? Yeah. Is that your tangent? Yeah. Okay. Very good. So Jamie waits weeks and weeks. Again, Patterson tells her that he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a time frame. He says, I'm, I'm leaving for about five or six hours. Here's the keys. Might as well have. <laughs> so Jamie, you know, the fight mode kicks in. Uh-huh. She waits until she, what she determines is a safe amount of time that he's, he's gone and he's at a safe distance. Right. And she works out of her bindings. She works her way out from underneath the fucking dirty bed she's probably held under and walks out the front door. She takes a pair of his shoes. And she walks out the front door. Thank God. Now, the way the landscape is, you've seen the news coverage. It's a cabin in a, it's got a nice, I'd say, I don't know, acre of land. Mm-hmm. Maybe he li- more. He lives around. alone. He lives alone. Well, that's the thing. Because the, I've heard reports that the, uh, the, the cabin was in his parents' name, but it was in foreclosure. So it's almost like he was squatting there. Oh. He but just, he was having family and friends over, so it's it's still unclear. It's, maybe it's really, just, un, at least to me anyway, where like the housing situation where falls. Stood. I mean, it could be possible that it was in foreclosure and he just knew about it and had some keys. Or And if that was the know, case, something. if it was in foreclosure, he was on a one-way ticket to... Getting caught anyway. Getting caught. Right. Yeah. 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 The, there was... As long as he kept her there, I mean... Sheriffs would have showed up with an eviction at some point. But anyway, she takes his shoes. She walks out the front door. And again, he's got a big driveway. So Jamie walks all the way down the driveway. Mm -hmm. And there's this woman walking her dog. And it's really a case of right place, right time. Yeah. Because this woman is, she has a cabin in the area. She's a part-time resident. She only uses the uses the cabin for weekends. So just cert- well, so she's only there particular times. At, and yeah, certain amount of times of the year. To be there and just happened to be walking her dog as Jamie Claus is escaping from Jake Patterson's cabin. That's great. She and Jean. Uh, this woman's name is Jean Nutter. And way to go, Jean. Way to go, Jean. Ironically enough, Jean is a retired social worker. Hey there. So she knew right away that when she saw this raggedy, disheveled, young-looking girl approaching her, she knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So Jamie approaches Jean Nutter and immediately says, I'm Jamie, I'm lost, I need help. Nutter, she wastes no time. Her social worker training kicks right in. Mm-hmm. She knew who to call, what to do. And she says to Jamie, she gives her a big hug, she says... We're going to find a neighbor. We're going to call the police. You're going to be safe. You're going to be fine. She runs to the nearest neighbor, and that is Kristen and Peter Kaczynskis. Forgive me if I butchered that name. Um, But she bangs on the door frantically. They answer, and she's got the little girl next to her. She says, this is Jamie Kloss. You need to call 911 immediately. So the, the... this is early morning. Mm-hmm. So they're a little taken aback this by is, all this. No, uh, at what point? How long has she been gone now? Uh, 
This is after almost three months. This is day 88 okay. she's been missing. This is still a missing persons case. She's still a Active, missing person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the couple that is essentially uh, thrown into the mix, they're, of course, taken aback by this. They know what's been going on. Jamie Kloss is the talk of the town for the past three months. And uh, they take them into the house. Jamie is... Uh, you know, they throw a blanket over. Apparently, Kristen said she looked cold, and she asked Jamie if she wanted a blanket. Mm-hmm. And Jamie apparently said no. And Peter said he came up very softly next to her and said, "I'm going to put this on you if you don't want it." The blanket, meaning you don't have to wear it. But she was physically shaking, shaking. so she was in shock. Sure. Kristen also said that she seemed to be uh, kind of timid. She was calm, very calm, but she was shaking. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. So yeah, yeah, she that's... just escaped a very traumatic experience. And just adjusting the fact that she got away, she was probably shaking at the, I mean, that's a... I think she was, She was. I mean, her that... mind was probably still racing, but yeah. it was probably coming down from the fact like, I, I think I'm okay, I think I'm okay. I, well, I, I could only imagine what was her say, mindset was. See, my guy, yeah, it's an interesting speculation, because I was going to say the opposite even, it was that I was speeding up, like, oh my God, I was, uh, wow, I'm still, like, I'm in the, a new room, like, she probably... Yeah. Like, like, how did I even get in this house? Like, probably... Everything is just surreal at that moment. Yeah, it probably didn't even... The whole thing, like, did that even happen? Like, my God. Right. That's... Who knows at that point? That's so... What a... Yeah, who knows how uh, an individual handles trauma, honestly. He handled it... Well. Brilliantly. Yeah. So the police are called. Authorities come. And uh, they... They, they see that it's Jamie, and yeah, the word is spread. It wasn't 30 minutes before they found him. Um, 30 minutes? 30 minutes after she made contact with the neighbors, I believe, that they so, wow. that they picked up Jake Patterson. So it was... Uh, he was right. out driving around, wasn't he? He was, like, looking for her, I think. Uh, was he? I think I so. Think so. I, think he was, I saw a stray... He was, headline that said he went to apply for a job on the day that maybe that's where he went i didn't actually follow up on that but uh maybe that's that's where he went out when she when she escaped yeah he said i'll be going for that certain amount of time and yeah for whatever reason i guess he you know i don't know he just felt the need that he needed to continue his life as normal uh yeah, shit rent's got to get paid you know and got i got a I, I got a cabin that's on foreclosure <laughs> yeah yeah, so I got I got mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so the word spreads that Jamie is safe, she's alive, she's home. Well, not immediately home, but she's out of the out of the home that nobody wants to be in. Uh-huh. Um and then, like you said, thirty minutes later, he's he's uh apprehended after he's arrested. He was arraigned the next day or couple days later and he's currently awaiting his next court date sometime in february and he's being held i don't even know why there's bail but it's a five million dollars cash bail wow yeah so he can't put anything up right it's gotta be cash no he's he's not getting out um elizabeth smart who was as we all know abducted and held for nine months in 2002 she was abducted out of her salt lake city 
Utah home. Uh, she came out and said, quote, no matter what may unfold in her story, let's try and remember that this young woman has survived. And whatever other details may surface, the most important will still remain that she is alive. And another yeah. victim of abduction kidnapping was a woman by the name of Michelle Knight, who was held in a Cleveland home for more than a decade. Really? Yeah. My God. And that, that's, a, that's a case we're going to cover later on. But focusing back on Jamie, uh, Michelle Knight came out and said, Jamie's escape and recovery brought tears of joy and offered Jamie these words of advice. Quote, take time to heal and just know you're not alone. As long as you have love and support, you can do anything you set your mind to. Jamie was reunited with her aunt, Jennifer Smith, and her little dog, Molly, that she loved and missed. Oh. According to Jennifer, Jamie is glad to be home, of course, and is starting her road to recovery by, being, by just being with people who love her. That's fantastic. We applaud you, Jamie, because so many have been in your position and have been unable to come out the way you did. And you, it's, it's, it's just an amazing story. And um, our hearts go out to you and your family. So let's, uh, what do you think, wrap it up? Yeah, a uh, little, <laughs> I mean, obviously we're still playing with our format. Um, apologies for any audio hiccups or anything. We're still iron, ironing the kinks out. And uh, this was a recent case, so uh, kind of an interesting tale. Yeah, we'll definitely have so. um, updates for you in the future on this because I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot more rolling out. But yeah, the main thing is that we have to focus on Jamie's survival. Like, that is the, that is the story. Yeah. Uh, it's not Jake Patterson. It's not about his background or why he did this. Because ultimately all he did was take the lives of two innocent people. He didn't do anything great. And uh, Jamie is the one who came out on top, ultimately. Yeah, yeah attempted to take a third and uh, just did not succeed there. So, good. Huh. See what happens to him. I hope he gets what he deserves. And um, Jake Patterson, you're a piece of shit. 